Hey, this is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility and lead courageously in their lives. Uh, today, actually, I just um, the other day dropped an episode. My last episode was on just the idea of grounding yourself and being grounded. And today, in my uh, time with the Lord, I, I um, have shared this before, but I um, most of the time use Paul Tripp's book, My Heart Cries Out, uh, his Gospel Meditations for Everyday Life. Excellent, excellent book. Um, really has inspired me in a lot of different ways. But today, the I just felt like I had to share this. It, the the um, On page 170 and 171, um, the title of the reading is called Goodness. And I'd like to just read it to you, and then uh, I'd like to make a few comments today. Uh, because this, to me, really grounded me today. As I look at a full schedule of clients today uh, that starts here in a few minutes, um, we'll go all the way till 6, 6.30 tonight for me. But um, So he says, I have one place of confidence, one place of rest, one place of peace, and one place of hope. I have one place of surety where courage can be found and strength waits for the taking. I have one place of wisdom where foolishness wanes and truth grants freedom. Alone I am not confident I have no pride in my strength or knowledge or character. I know who I am, the duplicity of my heart and the weakness of my resolve and the covert disloyalty that makes me susceptible to temptation's hook. I have one place of confidence. It isn't in a theology, a book, a set of principles, a well-researched observation or a worldview. No, my confidence is in you. You are my hope because you are good. I rest in your goodness, the goodness of your sovereignty, in the goodness of your power, in the goodness of your faithfulness, in the goodness of your wisdom, in the goodness of your patience, in the goodness of your mercy, in the goodness of your holiness, and in the goodness of your grace. I have learned and am learning that the physical delights of the created world were not designed to be the source and hope of my confidence. No, all those things in their temporary elegance were meant to be signposts that point me to the eternal, never-failing, ever-available, never-changing, ever-holy, grace-infused goodness that can only be found in you. I have learned and am learning that confident living always rests its foundation on you. I am confident because of this solitary thing. You are, and you are good. And then he quotes Psalm 27, 13 through 14. I believe that I look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. I just felt compelled to share that with y'all this morning, um, just in light of even seeing God's goodness in my own life. I, um, you know, there's just so many physical blessings that Emily and I have been able to uh, find um, encouragement in. There are um, there are blessings, obviously, at the greatest or the most core blessings or the spiritual blessings that we have in our relationship with Christ and in just the knowing that He is with us and for us. And I shared that a little bit yesterday in terms of my grounding, things that ground me. Um, I think, you know, the dangers of of um, having good theology even, it's not a danger, but, but, the, but the danger is to put my hope in my theology or to put my hope in my gifts or abilities or to put my hope in the resources that that God has give, given us to steward. Um, you know, we can hope in a lot of different things, but ultimately, if we're not hoping in the Lord first and foremost and hoping in His goodness, 
that even, even as I thought about this morning in the world filled with right now, we're fighting the pandemic of COVID and just upheaval in the world and even within the United States, just some of the political dissension that continues to go on in our country, that it is really clear that no hope or no confidence can be found in any of those things. And and even that got to understand that in the midst of confusion, in the midst of pain, in the midst of suffering, we can still draw near to the goodness of God. I, I think I've also mentioned I'm reading a, another Paul Tripp book. It sounds like I'm a big Paul Tripp fan, which I am, on suffering. And it's really helped me. Um, I'm reading it with my good friend Frank Zana, and, and we're just... Uh, reading a chapter every couple of weeks, we get together and have breakfast and talk about it. And just Tripp's theology is really, in my opinion, very sound and very solid. And it just has reminded me, you know, the, the roots of having a good understanding of who God is. And I would say that's kind of the essence of having a, a, a good theology is understanding the supremacy of Christ, understanding the sovereignty of God, understanding the goodness of God, the mercy, the love, the compassion the different aspects of God's character really ground us and enable us to live uh, in this world that's filled with confusion and pain and hurt. Obviously, as a counselor, I sit with people every day uh, and their pain, whether it's relational pain or whether it's pain of uh, things that happened to them earlier in their life or things that are happening in their life currently. Um, you know, it's it, it, it's really hard and really confusing, but we can step into the goodness of God and find hope, perspective. Um, I, I think having clear eyes, I was talking to a good friend that's a pastor here in town. Yesterday we had lunch um, and just talking about how people can see the facts differently. The facts can be the facts, but the way a husband and a wife see their facts are very different. And and I think it has everything to do. And, and leaders in churches, he and I were talking about church leadership and how leaders can see the same thing, and but experience that truth. And if their vision isn't clear, if for example, if there's sin in their life, um, they're they're not going to see things clearly, and they're going to see things very selfishly, or see things from a slanted perspective, or because of their woundedness, uh, maybe little things that typically aren't, you know, aren't worth splitting a church over could be could cause a church split, and so. Again, just so important to find kind of a sense of not just theologically, but practically entering into the character and the nature of God and the goodness of God. Anyway, just wanted to share those thoughts with you. I hope you have a great day.